I can sit here and listen to a half an hour of you explaining yourself. Lovely. Great. I don't agree with you, but I can be in a room with you while you disagree with me and I disagree with you. But social media doesn't allow that really, does it? So this is the Take This Personally podcast, and we're not making life easier for our podcast manager, who is Lila Nord of the podcast Journey. If you ever want to have a podcast, you need a good podcast manager. And Lila just makes life so easy, really, doesn't she? She makes life just easy and makes us really sound good. Yeah, which is is a task. Yeah. Yeah, because especially now with this intro, which is uh, because we already started and uh, that's what we do. So we just start talking and then we start recording. And but now the intro music is going to be somewhere. I don't know where. But we'll let her figure it out. Uh, so it's me, Roger North, with Andrew McIntyre. There you go. And today, on this Sunday here, it's actually rather uh, lovely weather outside for a change. It's lovely weather here. It's literally just started raining. Hooray! I need rain. Yeah. I need rain. In yeah, the we probably yeah. get rain in the afternoon. Great. And uh, for my uh, my fellow Belgian people who yesterday already had flooding again somewhere because of the tremendous thunderstorm rain, didn't help. Anyway, today we talk about the word, not about the word, respect, because the word is ro- relatively easy. R a e c b e z t. R e s b e c t. Find <laughs> out what one. it means to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we talk about respect. So we always have this 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 thing, right, where people always want to be respected, or people should be respected, and then there's always people who are actually respected, and mostly people in leadership functions whether they are parents or grandparents or ceos or managers some demand respect without even the possibility of having a chance to like it it. just comes with the title or something yeah exactly right so it's like the prime ministers or whatever and they go like you need to respect us and they go like well maybe on a good day i respect the office you know, the seat, because that brings a lot of, you know, weight to the game for the but seat. But not necessarily because the I'm just thinking about the seat. Well, I I wonder now as you speak if there's a relationship with those that the person who holds the seat can erode the respect for the seat. Because I'm just thinking about the danger. I think I'm thinking about Boris, our democratic institutions, you know, we're looking at the four years at America, the, that trauma of the American four years with Trump and uh, currently in the UK with Boris Johnson and his clown car, I think is eroding the respect that people might have had for the institutions. Yeah. You know, I, I really struggle to have any respect for anybody in, in our government at, the, at, this, at the moment, not because of who they are as people, but I don't see them behaving with integrity or thinking beyond their, their own self-interest. I'm really struggling to think of any that I go, oh, well, you know, because even governments I've disagreed with, I go, there's something respectful about them. Mm-hmm. I just see a, a lot of self-interest. 
currently it's a, a bit of a trend in uh, in the world in Europe also that people come into power that are just for selfish reasons and all those kind of things and the more that that respect of the the seats erodes which kind of happens right mm -hmm. i mean when when people just keep doing things that seem not right not in their place you know laws are being made where you go like really and those kind of things that subconsciously on 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 the population level respect starts to dwindle with many many consequences because as soon as you in any position that you are if there's a form of leadership that is not respected then anarchy right mm -hmm. i mean that's like the next logical i'm not going to say like people are going to be you know rioting and all those kind of things but you lose a certain interest and i think having respect for things brings you to a point where you can admire right you can admire something to live up to you can have a goal because of that respect and if if there's no respect if if it's like if it's your father or a manager or you know or a peer even or whatever it doesn't really matter but without having respect or without that person being able to i demand respect but i don't want to demand but you know build up that that level of trust where you can you know combine all those things yeah you need that in order for somebody to be inspirational i guess well i'm just thinking we we've kind of veered into politicians or governments or something like that I, i'm not sure that leadership has to be uh, something with a title i mean we i mean we know that but i'm thinking about what engenders respect or what allows me say to continue to respect someone and i think it's when i see behaviors that are not selfish that are considerate to others that uphold the dignity of others so you know like i was thinking of a story someone told me about how when they were a child their parents got the kids to do what they wanted through fear and that left a mark and as they grew up the parents realized that that's probably not going to be very long lasting and something about the way that they parented also changed so they started to treat the kids with a bit more dignity and so that now the family life is characterized by respect and there's something about what the parents have done that engenders their respect in other words they've treated the kids with more dignity everyone deserves to be treated with dignity with compassion and I think for me, that's when I find it easy to go, okay, I respect that. I respect you. If you, if I see the dignity that you hold up for other human beings, compassion that you might have for other human beings, not all the time, but there's just not that kind of selfishness, that arrogance, that narcissism, that entitlement that for me erodes respect in all of the, in, you know, in, 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 in medical professionals in politicians in in educators all in over humans the place. In general, it yeah. doesn't, doesn't yeah, yeah, really yeah. matter. Right? Yeah. 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 And it happens everywhere all the time. And, and the, I, I don't know, I don't, I'm, I'm not really sure if it's like also this day and age, I, I feel that there was a time where, when, you know, it used to be more common, 
and that nowadays it just seems to be any dialogue that there is or any any discussion or a debate or you know it tends to not be there at all i think the last four years uh, in in the trump era and as the four years has eroded a lot of that really fast well it's interesting that they, they were doing opinion polls in across europe for example during those four years and as the four years in america progressed people's views of america not trump but of america declined and the respect they had yeah. for america decline in general that's yeah. the thing i inferred about someone can tarnish the seat because there was a there was a kind of a respect that america seemed to attract around the world for a lot of the stuff that it was spreading around the world and through those four years a lot of europeans going mm, i don't think you're going to come back from this one and We're i'm not losing take seriously not going to mm. take you seriously anymore yeah exactly that's so so it erodes and being in a position which is so public and so broadcasted over all the channels that there are and and people tend to pick up on that for just you know you see how he behaves not, not consciously right people are not, not most of them are not even aware that it happens but there's here's somebody who who manages to be where he is uh-huh. let's face it he was president of the united states that's not nothing However he got there, it's not nothing. But eroding it in the way that he does, but still being able to pull half, 40% of the United States into a certain, I don't know what you call it, the belief structure of whatever, is impressive. And people, you know, learn from those kind of things. It's, oh, well, I, I can be egocentric narcissistic i can be a bully and get whatever it is that i want just by stepping on other people and it's always there like these kind of things always kind of happen there's always in office there's always one of them or something like that but now you had this figure that's been there for four years showing the world that he can get whatever he wants and he can get away with whatever he does just by being a prick and a bully and having a, and not letting anybody talk, just putting everybody down structurally. The way I see it, the way people converse with each other now yeah. is different than they did before those four years. Sure. I think, I believe that the way we're dealing with COVID and all the people that are now protesting against vaccinations and you know, that kind of stuff, if it hadn't been for Trump... Uh, being that I yeah less uh less you know less dramatic than it is now so that's the thing that baffles me about the people protesting the, the vaccinations you know they demand respect they demand their views fine everyone has a right to have their voices heard but the kind of the mobilization the the protests the gatherings in trafalgar square no one is forcing anyone to get vaccinated. It's a bit like, I'm going to protest this. All right, why don't you protest something like paracetamol or toothpaste? No one's forcing you to take a paracetamol if you get a headache. No one's forcing you to brush your teeth. No one is forcing you to get a vaccine. Why? I'm baffled. There's this kind of, you must hear me and respect me. Okay. What is it exactly that I'm supposed to be hearing? You, you, I, I'm, not tell, I, I'm not telling you you must get a vaccine at all. I'm not telling you you must wear a mask at all. I'm saying 
that life is about freedom. Absolutely. Why is why are you so anti me getting a vaccine and wearing a mask if I choose to? So I I don't get to do choose what I do with my body. That's the stuff, you know. I mean, I'm using these examples now, but there's other things, you know, like the the the, the ongoing conversation, particularly in America, about abortion. You know, who's who gets the right to determines determine what happens? But you must respect me. Well, okay. Well, can we not respect each other? But that listening yeah. to understand thing, like you say, is gone. We don't talk to one another in ways that maybe are we sounding like grumpy old men? Maybe we used to in the old, in good old days. But that listening to understand thing seems to be going out the window. I think it's a combination of the growth of society in a way where we get to put more pressure on society like all the time covid hasn't helped with that at all you know when we grew up there was just fewer people i mean literally half of the population existed or in numbers then when i was born right so it's it's more than doubled uh, since i was born and if you just keep adding people then there are going to be pockets of, of people wanting to do something else, want to break out, want to distinguish themselves in other ways and finding something where you can identify yourself with um, seems to me a natural uh, progression of that pressure. Problem is that, you know, with social media, we come up with stuff that is inherently just wrong. And, uh, and that's a little bit of a danger. And if you don't respect each other, you know, if you don't, if you can't keep it up, if you cannot bring yourself to respecting your neighbor just for the sake of him being your neighbor, then you're on a very slippery slope. That's the thing. It's about, it's about that kind of the, the neighborliness. Where's the kind of the encounter with another human being? And there's something that goes on with social media, the distancing thing. Which we, we you know we all know of that it's easier to be horrible to someone or about someone through the through a phone or a, a screen or something you know because it's not a real human being we don't perceive the the real human being no but that thing that you've said I think has always been there the desire to belong or to to have our ourselves affirmed like I it's just a, it's a very light-hearted thing I I noticed yesterday on Twitter somebody put a thing out it's Saturday morning. Are you watching Swap Shop or Tizwas? Now, these are two programs that used to be on telly when I was a kid, right? And I was a Tizwas kid. It was a bit anarchic and silly. Uh, and so these were the two competitor programs. You know, which do you watch, Swap Shop or Tizwas? And it was interesting seeing the very lighthearted stuff that people were saying. It's like, oh, you always used to watch Tizwas. And I remember that. And I was like, oh, yeah, love, walk down memory lane. But it's the same. Like, are you a Swap Shop kid or a Tizwas kid? I, I don't see why anyone would want Swap Shop. <laughs> <laughs> but I can respect people that watch Swap because I knew people that I, but I knew people who watch Swap Shop, you know, yeah. and it was it was okay, that's fine. You're different from me. That I can deal with that. I live on a planet with seven billion other Homo sapiens and we're gonna be different. Of course we are, you know. Mm -hmm. But that distancing thing that goes on with social media and 
the ease with which we can go, well, that's just wrong, isn't it? The ease with which we can just click on a YouTube and go, well, look, I know everything about brain surgery now. Because <laughs> I've seen it on telly, you know, Jesus. And there's a guy on YouTube talking about his brain surgery. And he was awake. For the whole, he was awake for the whole thing. I know all about it now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's diff it's difficult to not get kind of get your back up when people say things which just to you seem stupid do you think it's got something to do with because uh, i don't know what it was that i was watching and they were talking about the fact that webster's amended the definition of literal to include the fact that people use it in a non-literal sense yeah which they do. It's literally. It is lit. I literally saw. I literally yeah. died yeah. when yeah. I saw that. I died. Mm. You know, you go. So now Webster adjusts the definition of literal in order to accommodate that. Yeah. Okay. And that, is, to me, sounds should be under the definition of insanity. But, you know, that's just me, I guess. <laughs> I think there are a lot of people that don't agree with that. But don't you think it's like also a little bit with the way we we talk with each other the way we communicate with each other through chat you know there's no real conversations or or less hmm. you know short bursts where the meaning of words gets watered down that's what I, that's probably that's a more articulate way of saying what i was thinking kind of the track i was on like it gets watered down you see it reduced to 280 characters or whatever twitter is or what, and you go that's stupid well, actually, there's, there's there's a person behind that, and there's probably some some kind of thinking that's good, but we don't actually encounter one another, and have the conversation like what what do you mean? A bit like you and I are doing right now. So no is the short answer. I don't agree with what you're saying. <laughs> I I think that was I think that we are missing opportunities to do what we still do in our face to face encounters, which is to ex explore a little bit with one another. And give each other the benefit of the doubt. And like I, you know, I I can if if we were in the same room, you you see one another and you smell one another. And you you know, it's like okay, well, you're not actually a threat to me. You're another Homo sapiens. You're not really a threat to me. So I can sit here and listen to a half an hour of you explaining yourself. Lovely, great. I don't agree with you, but I can be in a room with you while you disagree with me and I disagree with you. But social media doesn't allow that, really, does it? not with little video clips and 280 characters and everything has to be reduced to that. And there it's easy just to go, you're wrong. That's stupid. You're dumb. And yeah, that's what I mean. So, so language isn't used anymore or less in a way where it was, you know, somewhat designed or developed or not developed, but it grew into this thing to express, you know, if your vocabulary is large enough, you can express yourself exactly to the point what it is that you feel or how you how you interpret something or how you believe to be something to be. If I just go on Twitter and say vaccination are stupid, that can mean so many things mm -hmm. that it can also be interpreted in like a hundred sure. different ways. Sure. And it doesn't take take anything that's complex. Or no, and if I don't, yeah. so, but you have to respect my opinion. And I go like, yeah, but, you know, 
why don't you articulate your opinion a little bit better so we can have a conversation? Well, maybe that's the thing. I'm open to the idea that I, I would respect your opinion, but I don't actually know what it is. Exactly. You're trying, to, you're trying to do it in a 15 second TikTok or 280 characters. I don't really, because I grant people more intelligence and understanding and having understood a life of complexity because everyone on some level gets something about complexity. Everyone knows that life is not simple. Exactly. So given the opportunity to expound and express that might feel a little and be bit easier, corrected, you know, cause that's the one as well. That's the one as well. I often have, I come up with things in my head and I go like, Oh, that makes perfect sense. And then I express them. And then the other guy goes like, yeah, but, <laughs> and then I have to sit through it and listen and accept the fact that I might be wrong or that my opinion is just a little bit too simplified you know, and things aren't as simple as, like you say, I mean, things are more complex than that. So there's more to it. And so I have to respect. Well, I would say that this, listening to you to describe that process, that you bring respect to the, to the relationship when you go, I'm prepared to be wrong and I'm prepared to listen and not listen to rebut, but listen to understand that for me says there's respect in the mix there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think listening to people where we kind of have a soundbite of what their opinion is makes it difficult to bring that respect. Exactly. Especially when, when you're in a head going down the rabbit hole uh, on Twitter or wherever and you start talking to people and they go like, and, and everything gets boiled down to, like you say, like sound bites, you know, they're, they're easily to, to share. They're easily to retweet or, or reshare on, mm. on Facebook. You know, nothing is like really underbuilt. You know, there's, there's no, no reasoning behind it. It's just, it sounds good and it's a, it's a nice controversy. And so we just throw it out there and then all of a sudden, yeah you expect people to respect you for your opinion and you go like yeah like you said i don't even know exactly what your opinion is but you know if you just regurgitate nonsense then no i don't really have to actually you know i don't have to respect your opinion i don't have to respect your religion i don't have to respect i don't have to do that you cannot make it uh, mandatory to respect you i mean it's the same with police officers. You know, I can respect the uniform. I can respect the institution. But I don't need to respect the individual. There's a difference. Well, that's the thing. If they behave in ways which are disrespecting. then Exactly. Then that well, that's the eroded. point, obviously. That gets, erode, that gets eroded. Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they, if they behave like an idiot or a dick and they just pull you over for whatever and, uh, you know, treat you like whatever, you know, I don't have to respect that. I'll accept the fact that he does what he does, but, you know, as a person, there's just none because, you know, your behavior through your uniform, if it's combined in a way where you go like, like the other day I was pulled over in the middle of the night just for a routine check, just to check the papers and, you know, nothing special. I don't have to, there was no alcohol control, just a routine, no COVID related stuff, just a routine you know, just on the side, check the papers, and that's it. And these guys were just, they were just chill. They were friendly. They gave me, because I was on my bike, so they gave me time to just, you know, turn everything off and, you know, 
you know, take my time. There was no rush, whatever. Take it easy. Respectful. And then I'm respectful, you know, and then we're all respectful. And then when I, my way, then we all feel good about each other and about the thing that just happened because everything went respectful and every, all my papers were in order. So that helps, but, <laughs> but it's just, uh, yeah. I think it's like an ongoing effort for people to, to, to bring it up. And that nowadays I feel it gets more eroded more easily, more quickly because of the, the, the speed of the news and the speed of social media and, and the speed at which things change or get adopted by, by people, whether it's right or wrong, doesn't really matter. It's just like the speed at which things happen mm. doesn't give people time to actually learn something or to actually appreciate something, you know, one moment it's there, the next moment it's gone. Yeah. So we kind of need to slow down a little bit, you know, to give each other some time to actually learn to respect something to actually just not even on a conscious effort, but just like, you don't even have to say it. Like, you know, I respect you. No, it's just something that is. It's just something that happens because of a certain behavior. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about what you said. Oh, you know, it's not a mandatory thing. We don't, I don't have to respect your beliefs. I don't have to respect your religion. I'm just thinking, what does respect mean then? Because it's something that people seem to think is a good thing. If we respect one another's, I'm thinking tolerance might probably be more appropriate. Like I, I, I would find or maybe I don't know, but like I would find it hard to respect a belief system that diminishes other people. Mm. So, the you know one that springs to mind. Historically, the Catholic Church has found that homosexuality, decided that homosexuality is a sin. I find it hard to respect that because it diminishes other people. It assumes that other people are less than, based on no evidence or proof. It's a belief. It's a belief. It's, it's a belief. A default, yeah. Mm. So I'm finding I find it hard to respect that that body of that belief, a system of belief that diminishes other people. I'm trying to find the word. If it's not respect, I'm, I tolerate. I acknowledge. I acknowledge. I, I acknowledge that it's out there. That people believe that. I acknowledge that people believe it. I find it. Re it really. It really tests my respect muscle to say I would respect it. I'd, res you know, I'd it, would stretch I, it, to, uh... it really stretches my respect muscle to the limit to say, I, I respect that belief. I'm looking at the definition of respect. It says here, trans see, trans see Aretha Franklin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, to feel or show deferential regard for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Deferential regard, deferential regard. I certainly would not defer to something that, diminishes other human beings exactly or, or actually or other life life on earth really you know so you know we can get into contentious areas which is one of the reasons i have little respect for capitalism because it doesn't respect life on earth i'm just looking at the definition of deferential and it says obsequious mm. it doesn't help me much showing deference <laughs> respectful showing deference respectful well it's like uh, you know in the old days you just respected the royal family the queen and the king before her cuz they were the king and the queen is why well, of course you must respect them of course you must that has eroded over the years we're not we don't there's not so much deference 
when 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 my mum was a kid, it would be like the queen. Oh my god, it's the queen. The queen's coming now. It's like mm, the queen, you know, yeah. Prince Charles. Mm, nah, you know. <laughs> We're not, we don't defer to them. We don't go, oh, you're my betters. Yeah, you know? so exactly. there's that. Right, right. I, I will respect you if you do respectful things, if you uphold the dignity of other human beings. And all things considered, I'd say that the queen, by and large, does that. She is a, a respectful person in terms of her public behavior and image. You know, Some of her family, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they didn't quite manage to keep it up. No. Uh, kept it up in the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's about, I'll, I'll, I'll start with respect, but then it, it's up to you. Um, you can't just say, I demand you to respect me. Well, behave respectfully. Behave exactly, that yeah. upholds the dignity of other of the other living beings. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you can start out with you know, like like we said at the beginning there. So there's this baseline when you meet somebody new. There's a baseline that you lay down for everybody. So that means that there's a certain level of respect just because you're a human being. So that they, so you can have that, and uh, you know all the other things that just. That's you know I think in 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 a uh, normal uh, behavior towards people that you don't know, yeah, right up until the moment that they start <laughs> eroding that 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 level of respect and and trust even you know mm -hmm, with me. Mm -hmm. I always have that with with when I meet new people. There's always this level of of yeah, of course you know you sure I believe what you say. I mean why not? I don't have a reason not to, you know, I don't have a reason to not trust you. I have no reason to not respect you uh, right up until the moment that I do. So it's up to other people in general to, to keep that up, right. To, to, to be able to, yeah, mm. with all due respect. <laughs> <laughs> which, which usually is followed by something disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a tough thing i think it's i think in the old days there was a lot more a lot more demanded respect but you know as a consequence people learned to have respect and and so there was a certain well if we come full circle to where we started which is your grandmother saying you respect your elders in the old days we were kids and you just, everyone was, you know, you look up to them, physically look up to them. Oh, I respect, respect the vet because they keep my dog happy and healthy. I respect the doctor because, you know, I respect the hairdresser. I say, oh, respect everyone. And then you grow up and you go, mm, no, you're a dick really, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You do a good job of that thing that you do, but mm, uh, yeah. yeah, no, you're a bit of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't really see that as kids, no. do you? <laughs> no. No. And then you go like, I respect you know the time and effort that went into learning the skill that you have sure yeah but that's about it yeah you know yeah and yeah unfortunately with my and that that's a whole story of course but you know things happened and yeah. Yeah. i yeah. always felt that the moments where it really counted she dropped the ball and that eroded everything you know for for me personally and and so that's, but that's just me, but th that just eroded like a lifetime 
mind. Okay. Of, of respect, which I've had for her for a very long time, you know, and it, it's kind of on, on another level. I mean, it's just like uh, when I was working for the bank, a bank, you know, you have to go through this online training where most of it is focused on the reputation of the bank. Mm-hmm. So the things that you can't do that you should do when you okay, right. whatever. And, and yeah, because as soon as you work for the bank, you represent the bank. Oh, okay. I get it. You can I get it. Can right. Reflect on the bank. bank. Oh, I see. Exactly. Right. And it's okay. a real thing. And banks, the one thing that banks have, which is invaluable is, is the trust is trust. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. Is their reputation. Yeah. And you can build a reputation over 20 years and you can lose it in 20 seconds. And it's incredibly difficult to get it back. The same is with respect. You can have a lot of respect for somebody over a longer period of time. Uh, just top of my head because he's in the news lately. I think Bill Cosby is one of those people. Mm. You know, when I grew up, you know, he had the Cosby show and those kind of things. And you build up a certain respect for the guy because the way he goes on and being a, a, a TV dad and, you know, everybody goes like, and then, and then all that shit happens. It's gone. And it's never going to come back. I saw an interview with Martin Scorsese uh, the other day on, on YouTube about uh, the gangs of New York which was produced by Harvey Weinstein for a lot. Okay, right. Yeah. And he was talking about Weinstein as being, you know, he's just, he's he's great at what he does and this and that and, and, and all those kind of things. I'm pretty sure Martin Scorsese has a lot less respect for him now than he had back then, right? So yeah, you can lose it like that. So some people just, yeah, it happens. And, uh, but it takes a while to gain proper respect and i'm not talking about people in leadership or whatever but just as a basic mm-hmm. human being well those examples you've just raised they're, they're they're folks who it's been revealed are behaved in ways which diminished other human beings mm-hmm. it's difficult to come back from that yeah there's yeah. a difference i'm thinking of that kind of process of growing up where you kind of just respected everyone partly because you were told respect everyone and respect your elders, but partly because it was just like they were older and bigger and they knew better. And they were the, they were the teachers and the doctors. And there's, there's, there's a process I think as we grow up and going, "Mm, you've got feet of clay, haven't you? You know, when we get to that point where we go, yeah, but you're just, you're a human being as well. When you get that disappointment, you get to that point, that certain age and you feel disappointed in them. Well, that's not really for me, this on the same par with Bill Cosby and Weinstein. No, 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 no. But there is that kind of oh, 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 that's disappointing. Oh, that's okay. Feet of you've got feet of clay. That's all right. You're a human like me. That's okay. I still respect you. You know, there right. is that. So of course, that gradation. I'm just because I was thinking about that when you mentioned yeah, Cosby fair. and Weinstein. It's like, yeah, sometimes the respect, I wouldn't say gets I eroded. I respect that opinion. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't get eroded per se, but it just is like, you've got feet of clay. That's fine. That's okay. 
So do don't I. know exactly what that means, but well, you're human, you know, like you, you look yeah. up to these people, you look up to that. There's that, there's your, 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 your spiritual teacher that you go to once a year for a retreat, or there's your trainer who trained you in that skill. And you, they were a great team, a great teacher. And then you hear that they actually, they're, they're not perfect. No, they're fallible. I mean, oh. in the end, we're human. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes humans make mistakes and yeah. Yeah. And, but, but then again, I mean, that's exactly what respect is, right? Sure. I mean, it, it's also like it's part of it, being yeah. able to have that baseline, you know, and go like, well, I know you've kind of fucked up. And, but, you know, and it was happens. a blind, it was a blind spot. Shit happens. It was, it was a blind spot. Something, something, it was, something there was happens. No that's malign right. intent. Yeah. How are you dealing with it after yeah. it happens? You know, yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you doubling down on it? Or yeah, exactly. are you picking yourself yeah. up? apologizing sure yeah. moving on i mean i think that's like one of the reasons why why we can have a long-lasting relationship like a marriage you know mm -hmm. got to have the respect if mm -hmm. you don't have the respect then you cannot come back from come back. a mistake yeah. that you make that's right you know, and you cannot let the other person come back from a mistake they make yeah because you know it happens you know mistakes yeah. are made and uh, 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 unle unless they it emerges that there's a pattern of the same thing and nothing changes when the pattern becomes apparent look i realize that this is you know you're always doing this you do this oh yep 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 and then you've done it again huh okay so that apology that meant nothing didn't it yeah that's a different thing but certainly exactly. we, you need to be able to come back and repair things but that's where there's respect that exactly. over time that's, that's either is like you're human and you're fallible fine or oh actually no that you've just you've just diminished me and you're not actually interested in repairing that mm -hmm. because you'll lose face or you've yet and again and again you'll lose face or whatever it's like well mm, yeah yeah and that's also a thing with with when you talk about social media and those kind of things it's it's almost impossible to 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 have a genuine apology or a genuine reaction to to something that somebody else does sure and especially when it's just like you know somebody especially when it's nobody if you don't know anybody or if you mm. do, do not know the person or there's this distance and you do it via social media and you do it via tweet or whatever you know it it escalates i mean email is like one of the worst ways to have a communication yeah in the company yeah. it has been for 20 years exactly because of that we cannot insert any emotions into it because they always get interpreted in a way that it's unpredictable you just don't know if you're face to face with somebody it's completely different you know you can say the same thing in a completely different manner which might conjure some respect or you know a genuine apology or mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things so i still just, think yeah I'm just thinking of years and years ago, I knew a couple and their, their relationship was basically characterized with them bickering and rowing all the time. And everyone, we all used to, well, that's just them. It's just, they just, they're always having a row. There's always fights and mm -hmm. he won't talk to her for a day or she won't talk to him for a day. And then I kind of lost touch with them, but I, I, just, I stayed in touch with like friends of friends and I said, oh, so, you know, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they've, they've finally broken up. And I went, oh, okay. Um, 
that I always thought that was just the way that they did things. They, she, and, they and then uh, my friend said, no, no, she broke a bottle of wine over his head. I went, okay, well, they were pretty extreme as a couple. And my friend said, yeah, but you don't really come back from that one, do you? No, uh, no, good point. <laughs> good point. Like the respect had really reached the bottom. It's not like a, a Hollywood wine bottle that's made of candy. No, glass that, <laughs> no. It was a proper wine bottle that she yeah. decided to crack open on his head. Of course, he had to go to A&E and it's like, no, you don't recover from that, do you? No, you don't. <laughs> no, there are limits. There are limits. So I think still it boils down to uh, to actions and communication. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your deeds define you. Yeah. But, you know, when you get to that point where you can be so angry with someone, there's still a line of respect that you think, no, I'm, I'm actually not going to break this bottle of wine. Yeah, there has to be a line. But when you actually follow through and you do it, you go, yeah, no, it's gone, isn't it? Yeah, I that's think, it. I think, I then, think we're done. You reach I think the we're point. done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's when respect goes out of the window and mm. you can't forget about things. Mm. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, respect, it's a tough thing. I, and I think there's less of it in the world and more misplaced respect, you know, people demanding and... Unquestioning, demanding. yeah. Yeah, and then it, it's not where it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's about it, I guess. We need to wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, yeah. Let's wrap it up. Just respect each other as a, mm. as, a, as a given. Just start there and then take start it. with respect. Yeah. Try to have a conversation with somebody. Listen to understand. Wrong, listen, understand. And if you do something, if you fuck up, just do a genuine apology. Mm. If you feel it anyway. If you don't, you're a dick anyway. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm an expert in you know apologizing <laughs> but i mean it i'm i'm genuine okay so uh, i apologize for this episode oh no i don't i don't no i demand respect for this episode because yes. we put a lot of effort into it you must respect us <laughs> yeah you must respect us because we're doing something that you do not <laughs> that's right that that's it that's just that's the whole reason it doesn't matter what we're talking about no, that's right. It's just because we've done it. You have to respect it. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, anyway, on that high note, on that bombshell, uh, we're going to end this chapter. Catch you all next time. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, mm. I mean, genuinely, we, we that's something we really do respect. Yeah. Yeah. If you've come this far, we do. you have earned our deepest, deepest respect. So for me, Roger North, and for him, Andrew McIntyre, we say salute and until next time. <laughs>